and welcome to episode 77 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we're trying to find the best game for each home video game console by means of giant tournaments. Uh, this is the 77th episode in our tournament, which means we are down to 24 games left of our original 100. And this week we will see the number eight overall seed, Dragon Warrior, as it takes on number 25, Castlevania II, Simon's Quest. I'm Pat Dooley. And I'm Ricky Geraldo. And yeah, last week, we saw Dragon Warrior 4 get taken out by Chippendale Rescue Rangers. We'll see if the original Dragon Warrior can uh, hold down the fort and remain the last game standing for that uh, franchise. Uh, while Castlevania 2 has already outlasted the original, uh, but next week we will play Castlevania 3. Uh, so we'll see how uh, how the middle child of the Castlevania family does this week. Uh, we always start by talking about the underdog, which in this case is Castlevania 2, a 1988 platform adventure game developed and published by Konami. It was directed by Hitoshi Akamatsu, programmed by Nobuhiro Matsuoka and Yasuo Kuwahara, with art by Noriyasu Togakushi, and music composed by Kenichi Matsubara, Satoe Terashima, and Koji Murata. After having defeated Dracula in the first Castlevania, Simon Belmont learns he didn't so much because he's been cursed by Dracula. He now has to find Dracula's remains, which have been scattered across Transylvania, and take them back to the ruins of Castlevania for one more showdown with the vampire lord. Uh, this game was the first appearance of Matsubara's song, Bloody Tears, which has become a recurring song in the Castlevania franchise, appearing in over a dozen games in the series, as well as its most recent appearance in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. It is one of three Konami games remaining in the tournament, along with Castlevania 3, as mentioned before, and Contra, which we will also see here in a couple weeks. And then also in my notes, I just have a note that says this, with a picture of the second issue of Nintendo Power, uh, with uh, Simon Belmont holding Dracula's head, uh, the issue that Nintendo would later need to apologize for, uh, because they got so many angry letters <laughs> Uh, after that issue came out for the cover being too scary for children. It's crazy. Yeah. So, the big question, we've now played it for three weeks. Uh, does Castlevania 2 still hold up as, a, as an all-timer? Is it ready for the Sweet 16? Oh, man. <laughs> Honestly, I, I didn't like this game the first time we played it. So, uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't mention that we did play the first time we played it. Uh, it beat Battletoads back in January, episode forty-five. I usually say that as part of that intro, and I didn't. Uh, but yeah, that was. Uh, I feel like that win was almost more out of frustration from neither of us still being able to beat the Turbo Tunnel after two hours. So we were like, "Fine, Castlevania moves on. We're at least <laughs> making progress there." Oh, gosh. And uh, yeah, um, 25 feels really high for this game, especially considering, you know, we were talking last week, Rescue Rangers is 71, Dragon Warrior 4 is 39. Like, I, I would put both of those ahead of this. I agree. Okay. You know, and it's funny because I've talked to people and people really, really like Castlevania too. Yeah. Oh, we'll we'll get into it when we get to the uh, 
I just, the I, online poll results. I don't know, man. I don't see it. I don't. I don't like it. No, I think it's a lot slower than the first one. Believe it or not, I, <laughs> which is crazy. I liked it when I was a kid, you know, and I played it when I was, you know, six uh, or seven when it came out. And uh, I mean, it's got some neat ideas. Like the day-night cycle was something you hadn't really seen before. But yeah. I mean, the English translation is so bad and it's so unclear what you're supposed to be doing. And it really is kind of the first Metroidvania in the Castlevania series where you're having to like backtrack to find things and you're not sure where you're supposed to go because the signs in the towns are all weirdly worded. And it's not clear when you get to a place if you're where you think you're supposed to be. I found myself trying because different things happen in the day-night cycle, depending on you know whether it's day or night. Um, I found myself inside one of the mansions just waiting for it to switch to night only to realize it's not going to switch while I'm in here because I've already beat this mansion. And so I just wound up wasting like 15 minutes waiting for the, the clock to change. Uh, and then I paused it to look at the in-game time and it had not moved a second. I'm like, oh, oh, that's funny. All right. Well, I guess I've done this already. So I get to go back out and throw holy water at stuff to see what disappears and hope that I can find a secret entrance because I have gone as far left and as far right as I can go on this map. Um, yeah, very, you know, ambitious game for its time, but ambition only goes so far when your game also has to be fun, uh, which I feel like this game is not particularly fun. No, it's not. It's definitely the least yeah. of the, of the three is in, uh, in our in, in our eyes i guess to a lot of people it's not but <laughs> but i also wonder how much of that is nostalgia because this is you know it's a very influential game and if you played it when you were a kid and like, oh, i've never seen a game like this where you have to like go back to to other towns to get a thing to go and do a thing like you know that's mind-blowing but when you come and play it you know, whatever 33 years later it just it doesn't hold up it's not it's definitely not as good as three three is you know top 10 maybe even top five nes game for me um and even yeah. one is is a fun you know just a platformer where you whip things this one was just trying to be too much and uh just didn't quite work out i agree well, it is up against the number eight overall seed, Dragon Warrior, which is a night also called Dragon Quest, uh, is a 1989 role-playing game developed by Chumsoft, published by Nintendo. It was directed and programmed by Koichi Nakamura, produced by Yukinobu Chida, designed and written by Yuji Horii, with a score by Koichi Sugiyama. A hero arrives at Tentego? I mean, none of these words are spoken out loud. Uh, Tantagel Castle, only to learn that a dragon has captured Princess Gwelyn and is holding her captive in a cave. Immediately, the hero goes to the wrong cave, but finds a tablet that tells him that he's the descendant of a great hero named Erdrich and gets some vague advice about how to defeat the Dragon Lord. Uh, it was credited by no less than Shigeru Miyamoto as the game that changed video games by making writing more important. 
Uh, it has spawned 10 mainline sequels, the most recent being Dragon Quest XI, which came out in 2017. A 12th, Dragon, Warrior, Dragon Quest XII, The Flames of Fate, has been announced, but no release date is known yet. Uh, with 2 million units sold, it's tied with Top Gun as the 29th best-selling game for the NES, 18th in our tournament, and 7th among games remaining. Uh, it is one of 10 Nintendo-published games remaining in the tournament, along with all three Super Marios, both Zeldas, Kirby, Metroid, RC Pro-Am, and Star Tropics. Uh, and we last played it back in episode 48 when it beat Rad Racer. Rad Racer. So I'll ask the same thing we asked about Castlevania 2. After three hours with it, we played two hours in round two, one hour this this time. Does it hold up? Is it worthy of that number eight seed? Does it belong in our round of 16? Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it, too. <laughs> it's uh, Oh, man. It's good. I mean, we mentioned last week, like, the Dragon Warrior games for NES are better than the Final Fantasy games for NES. Um, they yes. you know, kind of hit the ground running faster than Final Fantasy did. However, the encounter rate in this game is awful it's terrible it's so bad you cannot go five steps without having to fight a slime or a magician or one of those like ghosts with the hat or just or even if you get a little farther like the scorpions and stuff like that it's just it's, it's such so a bad. grind just to go town to town um like I expect that when I'm, you know, like in the caves or whatever, or I'm in the towers, you know, trying to get to a boss. I expect to fight a lot of enemies, but just walking from town to town, there's just so many encounters, so much grinding for experience points. And, you know, by the time you get to the town, all the money you'd accrued from killing monsters, you can't buy armor and weapons because you're too busy using it to spend the night at the inn and heal your wounds and buy more uh was it herbs i can't remember what the the healing item is in this one uh, uh yeah it is herbs i was thinking it was herbs i was i also kind of had resident evil on the brain so i was like is that because that's is herbs it? is it herbs no, I also they i think they have potions as well there might be potions sure. i don't yeah. remember Whatever it is, you have to buy a lot of them because you just are going to take a lot of damage just traversing to the next part of the game, let alone once you get to the next part of the game. It's, yep. It's like you can see, like all the hallmarks are there of what console RPGs are going to be for the next pretty much two generations. Because, you know, the like the roots of obviously Dragon Warrior 2, 3, and 4, but also into the next gen on the Super Nintendo, you know, your your Earthbounds and your, you know, Chrono Triggers and Super Mario RPG, like all the kind of elements that would kind of become synonymous with the genre up until basically like the PlayStation 2 era when they start to kind of diverge from the from that formula. All of that is established right here in Dragon Warrior. So it's incredibly influential, but Oh boy, it is a slog to get through. 
uh, with so many encounters. Yeah, it's it's like literally every step you have an encounter and it's always the same encounter. Mm -hmm. It's always a blob or it's mm -hmm. always, uh, what was the other guy? The, the magician. A magician. And I'm like, oh, I'm like so tired of orco. this. Yeah. And it is a herb. Okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking that's what it was, but it was not positive. Yep. See, it even established that, that that's how you heal yourself. <laughs> Final Fantasy went yes. the potion route, and uh, Zelda went the potion route. And it's plants here in, uh, in Dragon Warrior, or Dragon Quest. Well, it just occurred to me it's Dragon Quest against Simon's Quest here. Uh, if we're going by the Japanese title, which we're not, but <laughs> fun, fun coincidence of uh, the way the bracket broke down. I mean, it's an eight bit an eight bit RPG. There's really not a lot to say about <laughs> Dragon Warrior that we haven't already said. Um, I do feel like eight is very high. Um, I feel like it's. The same way they that Zelda's number two, yeah. it's that it it was really ambitious. It was really influential, um, but I definitely can think of more than seven games for the console that are better than it, in terms of just like actually fun to play. Yeah, I just think it did a lot. Yeah, did a lot for the uh, yeah for the genre for sure. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, kind of put, kind of made RPGs a viable uh, genre on console games, because uh, you know there were already some on uh, on computers, and obviously, you know, it started as a, a tabletop thing. Um, so this, you know, this kind of made it like, oh, okay, people will play this on their Nintendo or their Super Nintendo or their, you know, N sixty four. Uh, all the way up through the generations up until, you know, people playing Dragon Quest XI on their Switch. It's still still going strong. Uh, and it all started here. But before we get to picking a winner, we need to figure out who made it farther, which means that we need to reach out to our old pal Ryan O for his theme song. Castlevania 2, real hard to judge progress. Um, you're trying to get the five pieces of Dracula's body. Uh, by the time my hour had ended, I still only had his rib. That was the only thing I had. I also only had his rib. And I, I think I made it to the last thing. I, I made it to like this cave and there were a lot of floating eyes. <laughs> yep, yep, definitely tried that and then wound up leaving um, because it was one of those where, you know, they come at you from an angle that you can't hit them um, without taking damage yourself. Uh, I wound up going back above ground and going as far left as I could until I hit a wall and then just kind of out of frustration throwing holy water around. And I found a book that had information about... Dracula's nail, but calling it information is a little generous because as we mentioned, the translation to English was awful. 
Um, so I don't even remember what it said, but it did specifically mention Dracula's nail. So I know that's another part of the body I needed to find, um, but I did not find it before the hour was up. So really the only stuff I got during my hour was that book and I bought some garlic and laurels from people in the towns. Couldn't even find anybody that wanted to trade gems with me. Yeah. I did try and figure out how, because there's that one woman in the one town who's like, meet me at the, you know, at the river at midnight. So I tried to do that and nothing ever happened. Um, sure. Only person I ever found by the river was the, like the, the ferryman for, you know, the river sticks that'll, you know, okay, I'll take you to a good place. <laughs> that guy. Um, that's about the extent of my meeting people by the river went. And then, yeah, a lot of getting killed by eyeballs. Um, it is cool of, that they had, re- you know, going back to the review, it was pretty cool, like, going to the town and seeing, like, random NPCs just moving. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess that was a first, right? That you're not fighting them, you're just walking around. In that kind of game, yeah, probably was. It was, I mean, either that or Zelda 2 would have been one of the first games to do that. Because, yeah, the first Castlevania was just enemies. And uh, I mean, you know, you could talk to people in like true RPGs like Final Fantasy and Dragon Warrior. But as far as like an adventure game, yeah, that was probably the first time. Uh, Let's see, what was it? 1988? I think that was the same year Bionic Commando came out, which had, you could do that in those like the, the white flag towns where you could just get items and not fight anybody. Okay. Um, But I think this probably came first. So both yeah, super influential nice. games. Uh, they are, and probably why they're up so high. Yeah. Um, so Dragon Warrior, I made just zero progress. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I'm supposed to be going. I don't know what I'm supposed to have. Um yeah, I did. I, I would go to the same couple of towns. Be like, oh no, I've been to this town. Go into the same couple of caves. Like, oh no, I've been in this cave, um, and then just fight. You know, slime after slime after slime, and then I would cross over a bridge. And okay, well, I can go to that town, but I have to walk across the whatever like quicksand ground that hurts me as I walk. So I got to have herbs for that, so I don't get hurt, or so I don't die from being hurt. And that just takes me to another town that's just like all the other towns. I don't learn any new information. I don't get any new stuff. Slightly better armor that I can't afford because I just spent all my money on herbs. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the last thing I did was fight a Drakema. Drakema? I don't know if you ever fought one of those guys. But... Yes. They were like the like those bats. Yeah, they look like a bat. I was mm-hmm. like in a cave. Yeah, but yeah, I have no idea where I was, like what I was really doing. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, I fought a couple of those. I fought a couple of the like magic drakies that were like the same thing, except they could also cast magic. Um, and those were oh, annoying, okay. but not as annoying as the magicians. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I made it to, like, I made it through one cave, and. The, the one like where you find out, you know, where you find the the thing that tells you that you're Erdrich's descendant or whatever. Yeah. Um, but 
yeah any place else i went it was just either like oh there's a treasure chest in here or like oh there's monsters in here that i am not leveled up enough to fight yet um which it's hard to level up because you just have to grind through slime and magicians and drakies to get leveled up uh so i'm uh i'm okay calling that one a tie yeah i'm good with calling all of these a tie yeah i know <laughs> guys this was not a good week this is not a great like, week yeah i know I, mean, I i know people enjoy castlevania too but man i don't know why yeah <laughs> I mean, it overwhelmingly won our online poll. It got 85.7% of our online vote this week. Just a landslide victory. One of our highest vote turnouts in a while. And yeah, it's just not good. But neat. I mean, they're both games are good for what they are. I just don't like what they are, if, they, if that makes sense. Like Dragon Warrior, if I'm going to play Dragon Warrior on NES, I'd rather play Dragon Warrior 4. If I'm going to play a Castlevania on NES, I'm, I'd rather play Castlevania 3 or 1. Um, they're just, they're as high as they are because of their influence on the games that came later. Uh, but that being the, like, does that, I mean, it, obviously it's going to, one of these games is moving on to the round of 16, uh, and a showdown with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to the arcade game. But like, honestly, so many games that have already been eliminated would would beat both of these. Like, I, yeah. I mean, obviously, Dragon Warrior 4 lost last week to Chip and Dale. I, I would put Dragon Warrior 4 over uh, either of these. I'd put DuckTales over either of these. Mega Man 3, I'd put over either of these. Little Samson, I'd put over either of these. Bionic. Here's the thing. That's the that's the way the cookie crumbled. Like that's the way they lined up. So so which one moves on? Well, the audience pretty overwhelmingly picked Castlevania. And I don't want to play another hour of either of these. But honestly, I think I'm going to side with the audience on this and go with Castlevania just because I kind of feel like I'm making a little progress in Castlevania. Like I will right. occasionally come to a place and be like, oh, I haven't been here yet. And then, you know, try and figure out what I'm supposed to do when I get there. Whereas Dragon Warrior, I'm just I'm literally just wandering aimlessly, just fighting slime after slime after slime. And I'm so tired of that encounter music. And yeah, but then there's also a part of me that's like, you know, this is the last Dragon Warrior game left in the tournament, and there's still another Castlevania game standing. So, do we push two Castlevania games through to the round of 16 and no Dragon Warriors? I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, no, I'm going to go with Castlevania, I'm not playing another Dragon Quest. Yeah. Yeah, I think let's let's make that unanimous. Uh, you me, I, and the I, audience. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think that's the right choice. Um, as you know, lesser of two evils as that choice is. Uh, yeah, I would I would go with Castlevania too, knowing that in the next round, like it's unless by some miracle we both make some major breakthrough in the game, like 
it's not making it past Ninja Turtles 2 uh, no. in the round of 16. Maybe. We can, it might. We got to say maybe. Yeah, it I might. Mean, we may find, you know, if we, you know, figure out what some of those, you know, some of those riddles mean and can find more parts of Dracula's body, maybe it, maybe it will get more fun. We will, uh, we will see. Uh, but next week, you know, speaking of Castlevania, we will be playing Castlevania Three: Dracula's Curse, the number five overall seed in our tournament, as it takes on number twenty-eight, Baseball Stars, which is the last sports game remaining uh, in the tournament. Yeah, so that is uh, one a travesty of justice because Tecmo Super Bowl should be here, but um, that's a that's a different argument for another day. Uh, <laughs> not, that I'm, not that I'm bitter about it losing uh, 51 episodes ago to Battletoads and Double Dragon, the ultimate team. Uh, Get over it, dude. Get over it. God. I think it would have beat Contra in episode 65. I think we'd still be playing it. I think we'd be setting up for it against Zelda 2 in a couple weeks. And I think it would have won that too and gone on to the quarterfinals. But what do I know? um speaking of get over it i know let's check in with ryan no no that was a bad segue uh ryan's got his uh question of the week uh and it is if you were to steal a vehicle in a saints row slash gta game which would be the most fun to ride I'm, and I'm not just taking this as a, you know, just using the vehicles in those games, but if it was as like consequence free as it is in those games, like I'm not in any actual danger if I, you know, am, you know, driving a a Lambo, you know, 130 miles per hour through busy city streets, Um, that would be fun. But I think I love in, I don't remember which the first one is where you could do it, but in one of the Grand Theft Auto games, when they made it so that you could actually drive the train uh, on the tracks and you could jump the train by just like flooring the accelerator, even with like turns coming up and just driving the train right off the rails. (laughs) <laughs> that was always fun just like the silliest most destructive thing you could do in the game was just ride in a straight line really fast uh so i think that might get my vote if i uh, with the caveat being that we're not counting uh saints row four where you get to the point where you can essentially fly because that would 100 percent be the, the my answer is where I would have have the ability to just jump so far and land without getting hurt. But yeah, that's not really sure. a vehicle, so I'm not counting that. I'm pretty sure in Grand Theft Auto Five they have a flying car. I think it's a DeLorean too. Really? Is that in the main yeah. game or is it just online? No, it's online. Okay, I, was saying, I don't remember seeing it in the story, but I haven't done all of the the side quests in Five, so. But that would make sense if yeah. it's an online thing. That would be fun. Would I should be cool. get into GTA Five online, but I also just I'm not a huge fan of online gaming. No, uh, yeah, I, I hear you. I, mean, I would rather play campaign mode or 
local multiplayer or online multiplayer with somebody I know. Like, I'd rather play, you know, 2K with you than uh, like that uh, Punisher or not Punisher Predator Hunting Grounds that was one of the free PS Plus games. That was fun, right. but you know, every time I you know join a new lobby, it's like I don't know any of these people. I'm not, you know. <laughs> I'm only emotionally invested in them in as much as I need them to be alive so that I'm I agree. Alive. I I really wanted that Predator game, but then I'm like, I have no one to play in this yep. game. It's only fun if you have yeah. people playing it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I would much rather play a, a campaign heavy game like uh, Hitman. Was it Hitman 2? That was the other free one this month. Yeah. Um, yeah Hitman 2. Yep. I, I really enjoy I'm, I'm not very far into it at all but I'm enjoying that a lot more than I was Hunting Ground just because I like you know I like the Single campaign player. that's yeah. just like how I like the game and also but. so yeah I'll go with the flying car uh, I'm trying to remember what else I know GTA 3 always had like the Viper-ish car mm-hmm and I always love that thing. So yeah, that's would, a cool car. Or the Yakuza's cars. Those cars are nice. Like it was like silver and red. Yeah. Speaking of Yakuza, I just bought uh, Yakuza Zero is on sale on uh, on the PlayStation Store now for like five bucks. So I got that yesterday. I haven't played well, it yet, but I have uh, it down downloaded for free for Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> Very nice. So that's a, I do need to buy that. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I, ever since the, uh, how did this get played episode where they talked about it, it was like, no, this sounds like my fate, my favorite parts of GTA five were, um, doing like the little like sleazy side missions. Um, like when you're like the bounty hunter, like tracking down the like bail jumpers or when you're like running the strip club, like, you know, as you know kind of gross as those stories were like i i enjoyed that like silly like underbelly of the city stuff more than i liked the you know country club dude with mob ties getting sucked back into the life of crime um, yeah i would i i liked just playing like the you know dirt bag criminal more uh and it sounds like uh yakuza zero is a lot of that kind of stuff like there's like a a karaoke like, mini wild, game, man. Yeah, Yakuza is just wild. It's... It, get ready. It's just a wild trip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to check it out. Uh, I also grabbed, because it was super on sale, uh, whatever the most recent Scribble Knots was. I haven't played one of those since the first, the DS Ooh. one. Yeah. Uh, and I really like that. So I'm, I'm excited to get back into that and see how, see how that has progressed in the whatever 15 years since the first one dropped that's a good one and then from when we're recording this we're recording this about a week and a half in advance tomorrow the new ps4 game or new ps plus games come out and uh what are they uh mortal kombat 10 not the xl version just the regular and pga tour 2k21 and Hell Let Loose is the PS5 game, which is a okay. uh, World War II battle royale. Interesting. 
all right. Some exciting stuff. Yeah. So I haven't played. I'm excited for Mortal Kombat just because I haven't played a Mortal Kombat since. I haven't played a main series MK game since probably four. Ooh, ten and is think, cool. Ten is good. And I think the last or one X. period that I played was one of the like the PlayStation One, like the side ones. I can't remember if it was the Special Forces one or the. There were three, right? There was one with Sonya and Jax. There was one where you were Liu Kang and Kung Lao. And then there was one where you were Sub-Zero, right? Yeah. It was one of those was the last one I played. I just can't remember which one. It's probably like uh, the Shaolin Monks because Sub-Zero and the other ones, they're the worst games ever. So, Yeah. Yeah. Mythologies and Special Forces are... That's... Yep. Yeah, baby, yep. Rough. Yeah, those were not good. Um, so yeah, I think Shaolin Monks was probably the last one that I played. Uh, so yeah, excited to pick it up. We talked about it a little bit a couple of weeks ago about how I was always more of a Street Fighter kid uh, than Mortal Kombat, but I am excited to just see how how truly bonkers this game has gotten <laughs> over the last uh, six iterations that I missed. Oh, you'll you'll see, and the story mode's great. So. That's what I hear. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to see that. Uh, but yeah. And, uh, you know, next week, speaking of, you know, gruesome deaths, uh, we've got some coming up in Castlevania 3. Uh, hopefully none in Baseball Stars, unless you're playing the game really wrong. Um, those are those are next week's games. Like, like last week, or this week, actually, uh, it is the two games that, based on their seeds, should have advanced to... Uh, to the round of 32 and one of them will move on to 16 uh, where it will face and I closed out of that window too early where is the schedule Castlevania 3 versus Baseball Stars winner will face oh the winner of the following episode uh, Contra and Zelda 2 so that is the only part of the bracket that we don't know either game to the round of 16 which means we're we're getting real real close to the end we have 22 more games to knock out before we crown a champion so we're looking at a little less than six months of our you know two-year adventure uh to finally crown our first king of a console yay and excited, man. there is a distinct possibility it might be Castlevania 5 or Castlevania 3, the number 5 seed. So be sure to check out next week's episode where we rave about that and uh, also Baseball Stars, which is a good game. Uh, it's just got a, uh, a rough third round draw. Uh, but other than that, I mean, we've got the, uh, you know, the usual plugs. You can check us out on challenge, challenge.com slash kings of consoles, where you can see our full bracket up to this point. Uh, follow us on all our social media. We're basically at kings of consoles everywhere uh, Facebook, Twitter. I'm at loopy date on Twitter. And I'm at Ricky GN7. Buy us a cup of coffee at ko fi.com slash kings of consoles. Uh, you can check out my, my new side project, uh, Pro Wrestling Simulated. Uh, over at basically everything is PW simulated on all the social medias. Uh, and then we stream on Twitch every Sunday morning, uh, nine o'clock central time. So that's 10 Eastern, seven Pacific, and sometime in the early afternoon in England, just in case you're over there wondering when you can watch simulated wrestling. 
Uh, it's like two in the afternoon for you. I don't know. I don't know how time zones work, especially with daylight yeah. savings time about to end. Uh, but yeah, uh, join us next week. And until next week, play old games. Play old games, everyone. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Pendulum. Thanks to Captain Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found with a quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just big fans.